1: Hello
2: and good morning. It's Let's get right into Steve? it. Okay. No, no, that really yeah, shakes me yeah. up. I shouldn't have said you that. You
0: need to just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody.
2: Oh, Gobbler's Knob was the place to be this morning. Phil saw his shadow. Son of a
0: gun. Spoiler alert. So that means that there's going to be six more weeks of winter?
2: indeed yes six more weeks of winter which takes us through mid-march
0: just like every year um how do we know he saw his shadow like how do they know know, they just say it
2: i think they just say it because i thought as a child there's bright camera lights of course he's going to see a shadow
0: but how do we know he did well
3: they did a live stream that we watched this morning Okay, so would you, can
0: you enlighten us on this?
3: Mm, well, the prognosticators are all gathered around, <laughs> and uh, they put him on his stump, which is new this year, by the way. And um, they look at him, and they examine, and it looks like he sees his shadow. Sometimes they talk to him a little bit. Mm. Unfortunately, a couple years ago... Uh, Phil bit one of the prognosticators in the ear. Yeah, that was unfortunate. That was really That's great. That's why he's got to go on the stump. <laughs> it <a> really funny <laughs> moment.
0: I just don't get it. Like, they're just going,
3: yeah, we're going to go with he saw his shadow. 103 times he's seen his shadow. 10 times he has not. In the history since 1898.
0: So, are they just looking at the Farmer's Almanac to see what the weather looks like in the future?
3: We should just keep the mystery alive and, Mm. and enjoy it for what it is my favorite holiday.
2: Donna, maybe... What, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm more of an Arbor <laughs> is, Day kind of girl. <laughs> I do really love
2: the movie, if that makes me love the holiday. And I want to do a Groundhog Day someday in Punxsutawney, although admittedly I want to do it at the bed and breakfast where Bill Murray stays, his character in that movie. I, I want it to all feel that way. And he, when he opens the windows and there's snow, oh, heaven help me. That being said, we Art and Willie did not see his shadow today. What? So So when you... Google, or When you uh, search on Twitter, for Groundhog Shadow, there's a lot of stuff coming up for We Art and Willie, uh, which is in Canada. This is up in Toronto. There's he did not see his shadow. There's a Jimmy? There's, huh? there's a Jimmy a... in
3: Madison, Wisconsin. Mm.
2: <laughs> and there's Nova Scotia's what? Shubenacadie. What, Sam. That again. <laughs> Nova
0: what?
2: What? Nova Scotia. What did you think I said? What did I say?
0: Well, you didn't say that. You said said Nova Nova. Scosa. No. You did. No. You did. Yeah, we'll roll the tape later.
2: You know what? You can take your tape and you can turn it sideways and cram it. You can
0: dish it out. You got to be able to take it.
2: Nova Scosa's (laughs) Shubanacati Sam. Uh, There's a Sam. Some kind of a rodent. Donna, I tell you what. The rodent that I'm looking at, this Shubanacati Sam, um, who also believes there's an early spring. So the Canadian rodents saw their shadow, by the way, today. Um, he doesn't look too dissimilar from what is more than likely making a good life for himself inside of your crossover SUV.
0: All right. Don't. Because there's nothing going on and you scared me. I found a bunch of acorns in my car and Steve convinced me that I had a family of mice and rodents living
2: in You either have that or you have, uh, pardon me, but like a homeless person who's putting acorns in your car. You get to choose.
0: I'm sure. I'm not
2: going out on a limb saying, Sorry. where could these acorns be coming from? You live with a rodent.
0: So six more weeks of winter. Where does that I'm put pumped. us? Like March? Mid-March, yeah. Like right 27th. around. 27th. Mm. We always get a big dump of snow on us in, the, in April.
2: Yeah, we have April. And March is our snowiest, snowiest month. I'm happy about this, uh, maybe for the first time ever, because my ice skates just arrived in the mail. I'm officially Minnesotan now because I have skates, Wait. and I skated last night.
0: Do you, Have you ever skated before, like regularly?
2: Uh, I've only, I never rollerbladed, first of all. Oh, yeah, which that's was a real, really hard. And it's a mark against you as a, being a child of the 90s. If you can't rollerblade, it sucked hard. You were the guy on... F- Roller skates, which just seems so... You were never going as fast as the rollerbladers at the roller rinks. You always wanted to, but you couldn't. So I never learned how to do that. I've only ice skated, I don't know, less than 10 times in my life. But, you know, enough to stay up. I didn't fall down yesterday. And I got these... We got these hockey sticks now. It's like my boyhood dream that I never got to live out because there wasn't a hockey team that I could play for as a kid experiencing it as a as a father and a middle-aged man is very exciting.
0: Oh, that's cool. I
2: loved it. That's Oh, great. my gosh.
0: You could teach so, an old dog new tricks. I tell you what, I'd love to give you a skate. Do you know how to sk- ice skate? No, I hate ice skating. I I'd can't stand up. My you. ankles go in. I fall down. There's an old video of me playing against one of the guys from the Minnesota Wild. I was playing goalie on ice oh, as a radio oh. bit. Sorry. And he started shooting pucks at me, and I would just, I'd be standing there, and slowly but surely, I would just go down and just fall, <laughs> just from standing there, not even trying to skate, just constantly just falling down. So, no, I have no desire to do that. Thanks for asking.
2: I'm now trying to search this to see if I can find this online. Think it's, think it's on YouTube or anything?
0: Maybe. What's I actually right have it term? on a DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it, Steve. Hmm. anyway. um we've got confessions coming up at eleven thirty today. Want to give you that heads up?
2: What's the most embarrassing thing you've done in front of someone that you've just met? Let it spill. Let it out there. We'll take the power away from it. It won't define you anymore. That's coming up at 1130. You can go to our Facebook page right now.
0: This is coming off of that Kelsey Ballerini story where she was hanging out with Miranda Lambert, (laughs) and they were drinking wine out of those very thin type of glasses, and she took a sip, hit her tooth cracked inside her mouth so she had glass in her mouth and <laughs> she started bleeding so she had to go in the bathroom and that's so just a nightmare to me and she had never met she doesn't know miranda lambert so she was embarrassed and <laughs>
2: <laughs> boy that's gonna be tough to top
0: i know i have something kind of similar oh well, how wonderful. Well, it has nothing to do with glass in my mouth though but it has to do with blood Okay, great. Yes, hard so that deep. comes up
2: today at eleven thirty. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? Do you think you know the first big studio movie, major movie release that featured the f bomb? Didn't happen until the year nineteen seventy, by the way.
0: Hmm. What oh, was maybe the first
2: movie to drop it. I I think the answer might surprise you you have a guess
0: I do have a guess I'm writing it down
2: All right, write that down we will get into that and other things you just don't need to know when we return on uh, the Donna and Steve show is what it's called and it's on my talk 1071. hey Steve hey Donna
0: we should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast
2: oh we have got love for Chill Boys it's a Minnesota based company they offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body
0: yes uh, Uh, boxers and briefs for men that's true but women love wearing them too I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt like continuously
2: Local company right here in Minnesota. Chill, boys. Comfort where it counts.
0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. And also some fun facts like these. Things that make you go turn. Okay,
2: uh, if you used to watch movies in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and think, boy, there are more swear words now than there used to be. You're not crazy. It was in 1970 that the F-bomb first appeared in a movie, a major studio movie, big release all over the country. What movie do you think was first to feature
0: the F-bomb? I do, oh, you said 1970. I thought it was a little bit later. My guess was Raging Bull.
2: Raging Bull.
3: Oh, That's a good guess.
2: Don, do you have a guess?
0: I don't. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: sorry. How about um? Unlikely, Stella. I will tell you that. Stella. Oh,
2: Rosebud. Uh, uh, no, what's that's it called? Uh, oh no, Stella.
3: Streetcar <laughs> name design. Yes. yes. Streetcar name design. How
0: about Desire
2: that one? Uh, no, it's not that either. The movie was MASH. Oh no! Nineteen seventy. There was a big football game at the climax of the movie, and a character named Painless says, "Quote, all right, bud." Your bleeping head is coming right off.
0: Ha, ha, ha. That's not funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you laughed. <laughs> it's a good line. It's oh, a good line. Yeah, your head's coming off, man. Mm. Uh,
0: okay, who knew? That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one, Steve. That's a good water cooler fun fact. Hit me with a fa la la. Fa la 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 la.
2: Vern Troyer, AKA Mini Me from the Austin Powers movies. Was raised Amish.
0: Shut up! What? That's oh. a good one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What?
2: Do so we don't have a uh, large Amish population in Minnesota, do we?
0: Not like Pennsylvania.
2: Pennsylvania, you know that, yeah. especially with the you know not necessarily Western Pennsylvania, but once you start heading in toward the middle of the state, in the eastern part of the state, mm-hmm. Lancaster County stuff like that. That's really something. And a lot of Amish furniture is sold. That's one of yeah. their big businesses. High quality furniture.
0: Sure. <laughs> okay. It is the, It is quite, um, not alarming, but kind of interesting to be driving your car and then just see a horse and buggy pull up <laughs> yeah. beside you.
2: You know, that happened with my, my dad and I. It happens to him routinely, but I remember one time being on a motorcycle ride and then... You pass them and you you feel this giant gap of acceptance of technology and modern things as you pass quite literally a horse and buggy mm-hmm. and you're like rrr, rrr.
0: <laughs> no and they're like giving you the finger
2: but then you do pull into their business and you're like can I look around and they're they're very delightful people
0: yeah have you ever seen Amish Mafia I think it was on MTV <laughs> no. Was it on? I, I don't remember what Is this channel. this like
2: that? where they, they, the, the teenagers had the coming of age thing? Or was that Breaking Amish? I think
0: that's Breaking Amish. Breaking yeah, Amish. the Amish Who Mafia was like a reality show about these, these, these bad Amish. Amish people. Really? Yeah, like young people, like maybe in their 20s. Huh. I'll get back to you on that a little bit later.
2: What do we know about the absence of a mustache with their beards?
0: Isn't it a religious thing? I I mean, doesn't it have to do with something from the Bible? Because you see that a lot with Hasidic Jews too. Oh,
2: you know they have the beard, Mm -hmm. but then there's no mustache.
0: That's That's interesting. Huh.
2: Hmm. All right. I'm. I'm withholding. I would. I want to look it up right now, but I'm going to move on because I'm a professional.
0: Um, They're forbidden to have mustaches. Why? Does it say? They didn't want to associate themselves with those who waged war.
2: Oh. Mm Hmm. feels like you could maybe update that, but... (laughs) But, hey, listen. We'll put a
0: call cool. in.
1: But why why, not just have no hair?
3: That's right. Cause... They
2: don't have phones. <laughs> that's right.
3: They do have one. They'll have, like, one in their in their little community, and they go down to the phone box.
2: Hmm.
4: It oh, that rings and
3: rings and rings. My dad, We built our house with... Um, they did all the brickwork on our house. When we oh, built really? It. My wow. dad used to go pick them up, and they did really good work. Wow. Craftsmanship.
0: Yeah, Was they did.
2: Did he pick them up? Because he was like, hey, what time can you guys be here? Well, we're just leaving. All right, I'll come pick you <laughs> no, up. No, they don't gotta, have
3: cars, and it was yeah. it's pretty far away. We have an Amish community called Seymour.
0: Um, can I just say one more thing about sure. the Amish? Yes. There was, I watched a documentary on the uh, group of Hasidic Jews. This has nothing to do with the Amish. I don't know why he said that. <laughs> but it was like... It's just making me think. It was so good and so eye-opening. Did was you it see on it? on Netflix?
3: I wanted to watch
1: it. Dawn, think,
0: it is so I good. I
1: I would really like it.
0: It's really disturbing, too. Really disturbing. They're about people oh. who try to break up.
1: Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors. Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and get this—
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Out of the community. Oh. And then how they're harassed by... Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. Saw a squirrel and I just wanted to talk about it. It was in my car.
2: <laughs> yeah, it may have been. You know, I last thing on the Amish, there is a beauty in the simplicity of how they live.
3: Oh, yes.
2: You know, think of the stresses that they don't deal with. The little anxieties that the modern person deals with on a daily basis that is incited by our access to information, mm-hmm. social media, 24-hour news cycle, etc. There's something to the simplicity.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, something you want to talk about a water cooler fun fact? Buckle your chin strap. You will never forget this. Okay. You know, sometimes when you're in a state and you feel like, oh gosh, I just need, I want to be near water. I want to get to, like, is there an ocean around here I can get to? Well, some states feel that way more than others. Nebraska is the only triple landlocked state, which means it doesn't touch an ocean. The states bordering it don't touch an ocean. The states bordering those bordering states hmm. don't touch an ocean. Oh. You have to go to the fourth ring of states around them to make any contact with an ocean. The most landlocked state in uh, these United States.
0: It can't be the only state, though. Right?
2: Well, now, I don't know. Now I have to look at a map.
0: No, it's. I
3: it's mean, there's the tons. Most...
0: Okay, I see. Because, I mean, there's tons of Midwestern states that don't touch states that touch oceans. I think it's because it's four deep, he said. Right, Steve? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I gotcha. Four out. Everything that surrounds them.
2: Okay. That was a a decent fun fact. Don't Ah. share it at the water cooler. Actually, do. Who cares? No, I liked your other ones better.
0: Vern Troyer. That was a good one.
2: Oh, Vern Troyer, born, uh, raised Amish. Uh, Then MASH was the first to use the F-bomb. too. How about uh, this? <laughs> okay, I'll read it. In the 1300s in England, one of the only ways for a woman to file for a divorce from her husband uh, was if he was impotent. So there was an actual job for someone who would inspect no. men, nope. to determine. Yeah, called a If their wives' claims were true.
3: Um.
2: What do you mean it's a I doctor? Have a question. Hey, hey, Jim.
3: Well, who's okay? Do you ask? Would it them. help if I
2: blow in your ear? Go ahead.
3: Don't blow anything.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. That's fair.
3: How All are right. they checking? They're seeing if it's true. Like, let's see if we can.
2: If they could erect the statue, yes. so to speak. Yes. So
3: it's like they're a, a fluffer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll be over You're here. You're an
3: old timey <laughs> <laughs> middle middle. What what, what year?
2: <laughs> thirteen hundreds. This is, this like is the thirteen hundreds fluffer. Yeah, <laughs> what are they wearing, chainmail? I don't even know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. Isn't Maybe the that's their thing. Jester?
0: He's just doing some jokes to see if they bring Rusty in yeah. <laughs> from the People's Court.
2: Yeah, what's what's a turn on? I don't know. I just you know someone who makes me laugh.
0: Bly, bly, here comes the jester. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so we'll excited this. by this comedy. I know, me too.
2: Um, on the first season of Sesame Street, Oscar the Grouch was orange. They changed him to green before the second season, and even on a kid's show, they felt that they had to explain it, so they said that he had gone to a muddy swamp and turned green overnight.
0: Oh my God, that's funny, because he lives in a garbage can anyway, so it's believable. Of course he was in a swamp.
2: Nice job, Steve!
0: This might be one of your your better segments of things that make you go, <laughs> huh? This really interesting. Know, no, yeah, no. It was. really was. All right. Thank you for sharing your gift. Okay. <laughs> all right, when we come back, we have a, actually have a serious story to talk about that involves um, some accusations against Marilyn Manson. We'll tell you all about it when we come right back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McClain also hanging with us for a little while longer. Um, obviously, big headline yesterday is um, Evan Rachel Wood and other women accusing Marilyn Manson. Of abuse. Um, She basically opened up the floodgates yesterday when she said that Marilyn Manson abused her over the course of their relationship. Um, In an Instagram post, Evan Rachel Wood, who is an actress, you might most recently know her from... um, Westworld. Thank you, Steve. Um, She said he started grooming her when she was a teenager and uh, horrifically abused her for years she said she was brainwashed, she was manipulated into submission and she's done living in fear of retaliation and slander or blackmail. This is interesting with the timing too. Dawn, I I don't know if you uh you guys talked about this this morning, but she spoke before Congress in favor of a sexual assault survivors bill of rights and said that um, well, well we've got a clip of what she said, but I think she was trying they were trying to get the statute of limitations to be extended to five years instead of three years? Yes, and this was back in 2018.
3: And, okay. okay,
4: so we're three years. My experience Here with domestic go. violence was this. Toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse which started slow but escalated over time including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. And the worst part, sick rituals of binding me up by my hands and feet to be mentally and physically tortured until my abuser felt I had proven my love for them. In this moment, while I was tied up in being beaten and being told unspeakable things, I truly felt like I could die, not just because my abuser said to me, I could kill you right now, but because in that moment I felt like I left my body and I was too afraid to run, he would find me. I froze and it was as if I could see myself from the outside and for the first time in months I felt something. Utter shame and despair I had no idea what to do to change my situation so I went numb and soon I couldn't feel anything I wasn't alive my self-esteem and spirit were broken. I was deeply terrified and that fear lives with me to this day Mm. It's just
0: heartbreaking That 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 she's been living with this for so long because she's in her early 30s now You know he's in his early 50s now, right? And some of the things that she describes in in one article that I was reading is just really scary. And I, you know, I can understand where, you know, you're still you're still developing who you're going to be as an adult. And Mm -hmm. then this person comes along and he's a rock star. He's a weirdo. You know, you want to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, You want to be. Uh, provocative and like, why is she with that guy? It's just it's just so sad. I am so, so happy to see the bravery of these women mm-hmm. coming yeah. forward because otherwise these people would never be called out. And they're living now, among us.
2: Uh, Marilyn Manson responded, mm-hmm. issued some sort of a statement on Instagram saying, obviously my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners. Regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past, that is the truth.
0: Mm. Okay.
3: You know, she was in that movie 13.
0: Yes. I was just looking that up, actually.
3: That was um, in 2003, and it, it was... It was a look at, you know, that a girl darkness. who gets caught up in drugs, sex, in a very fast lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty shocking movie for the time because, you know, society was coming to terms with the fact that kids who used to play with dolls are now exposed to stuff like this. Right. And so that put her, I think, in a vulnerable situation as an actress because maybe people saw her as people that are creeps saw her as a target Mm. I think because of of, um, her acting job and that which is outstanding by the way yeah absolutely she was very young um, and I maybe it it drew attention to her in a negative way from people that were creepy you know what I mean? Yeah. I just have always thought that not to blame anyone or that she shouldn't have taken the role. I mean, certainly not. It's just that maybe that gave her some
0: unwanted attention. Sure. From
3: creepy people yeah. In Hollywood. Yeah, and then she was
0: kind of like an edgier girl, like even on the red carpet, you know? She was kind of like had that little bit of a goth thing going on for a while. But... I mean, this is just horrible. He's been dropped by his record company, Marilyn Manson.
2: Yeah, they the didn't take much time there. They, no, they, they didn't. made a, a, a swift decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's also been pulled from... Stars is removing him from an upcoming episode of American Gods. Uh, there's a streaming service called Shudder that's scrapping an episode oh, yeah. of Creepshow that he's in. Um, Jenna James, Jameson has also come forward and said some things about him Um I heard you guys talking about that this morning, how he basically said he wanted to b- burn her alive. Yeah.
3: Mm. I read her book oh.
0: and I found
3: the parts, the things that resonated with me, you know, were some things she said about Bruce Willis, Wesley Snipes, and Marilyn Manson. You know, all three of those men, I feel like mistreated her. Really? In b- yeah. Various degrees. And Marilyn Manson she dated and, It was just, I can't even talk about really what was, went on with their sex life and why she was, she didn't want to be with him anymore.
0: You know, it's also, it's also interesting how Jana Jameson had already talked about this, Jana Jameson, and how that went under the radar. Oh, sure. She had a book out that she was promoting and people could have, you know, people pull excerpts out of books all the time and then bring them to the tabloids or to light and write stories about them. But how long ago did that book come out? Oh gosh. And because she's, you know, in pornography, it probably didn't even like, it does it matter?
3: You know, just like what she does with her body because she's made a commodity out of it, but it still isn't right. You know, it's,
2: yeah. Could you imagine being in a position where you think and then say out loud to the person you're dating, I fantasize about burning you alive. I mean, that's like a very, very. That is jacked up. Yeah, I mean, like that, like, like by... that is so disturbed. I think is the word I'm looking for.
0: Just like you need help. Oh, good is golly, what comes to mind. Yeah, it just it also makes me wonder, um, like the Shia LaBeouf story, on mm-hmm. um, this story, the Army Hammer story. It makes me wonder what happened to them. Yeah. Like, why are you like sex that?
3: with these violent things? hmm. You know,
0: um, it makes you wonder if there was abuse in their childhoods or, you know, yeah, in their lives at some point that it's manifesting itself and working itself out this way. No, That's look- creepy.
2: Let me offer something else, which might be a little left field, and it kind of ties into uh, Jenna Jameson indirectly, not, not talking about what she's talking about with these guys. I'm glad that she's talking about that. But as you say, like, how could a guy, you know, I have 60 seconds on pornography. Sure. Here
0: yeah, here we go. Um,
2: you know that I'm like just so deeply opposed to pornography, and I believe that it slowly in particular, not only not exclusively, but in particular, destroys the character of men. And so what we do is we treat it as though it is this innocent release for the guy just to have fun. He wants to fantasize. But having seen my fair share, so I feel like I know what I'm talking about here, it so objectifies the women Mm -hmm. all the time. And so when we ask a question like, what happened i don't even know that it's necessarily and it could be something traumatic that happened to them they may have been these people who are now abusing women may have been victims of abuse at that point but let's also not turn a blind eye to how culture allows these guys Mm -hmm. access to pornography Mm -hmm. to then whip up these ideas in their head Mm -hmm. because in porn it's the guy getting his way all the time all the time and so then it is if you think That, oh, my husband or my boyfriend, whatever, just looks at porn and I'm sure it's fine. If you think that he is so strong mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, that he has a firm block between that and that it doesn't spill over and that there's some bleed into what he now expects Mm -hmm. out of a sexual relationship with you, not to mention how over time he might start to value you less because as we talk about the commodification of one's body and this Mm -hmm. opportunity where I go, I pay my blank amount of money a month, and then I get I get off whenever I want to get off, however I want to get off. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Um, The proliferation of it and how we have never, even in the midst of like the Me Too movement, I have thought there should be, someone should be saying something about porn. Like, is this factoring into how we yeah. are grooming men to think about oh, yeah. women? Mm-hmm. Grooming might be the wrong word there, but I'm saying they're over time in the shadows of their bedroom at night. Then the next day they go to work and they see women and you think they're just back to normal. There is this, it's like a, it's a gas leak that's happening in your head.
3: Yeah, you know. And what?
2: so, yeah, it it irritates me because I've experienced it and it erodes your character.
3: I just read an article about a, a movie called Pleasure mm-hmm. that's about porn and it is in Variety. Um, I think you can rent it. Um, It's really a look at the porn industry. It's not a documentary. It's like a story style. But the the filmmaker immersed herself in the porn world. And she talks, the point of the movie is about how, and there's very little nudity in it, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. But it talks about the, the message is really how porn has changed from something that was like, oh, here are two people having normal sex to what it is now, which is a lot of it is like hate sex Mm -hmm. Mm because it's so out there and Mm -hmm. it's violent and Mm -hmm. you don't you know it's like people are being hurt but it's just like so many images and videos of like simulation of girls being basically raped Mm -hmm. you know and that's a lot of what porn is now and
0: i feel like you know this army hammer story you know his wife Mm -hmm. just put a statement out and how she was unaware of this crazy side of him Mm -hmm. so she says she was like i wasn't Mm -hmm. aware but i'm listening i think there are people out there who go home to their wives and they treat their wives with respect and then go out and cheat on their wives and get their freaky deaky side out with a a mistress or some you know just some random woman so they can get that part and it's it's really disturbing yeah. yeah it's really disturbing i really hope that i i hope that this young woman evan rachel would and all of the victims i just i hope that they continue to speak out and not be afraid anymore yeah
3: i think this is a like you said it was very courageous of her to come absolutely forward about this and it's just man
2: well one last thing on that you know i thought oh you know she's a, she's a celebrity wouldn't you just say his name early on but then you hear her talk about the fear that she lived in and then you hear some of these allegations as to things that he was saying to her to other people and then you understand why maybe someone would talk but not dare name a name mm-hmm. until later because they had gone through really troubling harmful traumatic things in their lives that made them just think it doesn't matter who i am it doesn't matter if i have any hollywood cachet or whatever at the end of the day he's a person i'm a person and if he gets mad i'm afraid
3: oh sure
2: absolutely
0: yeah all right well on that note um let's let's do something a little lighter when we come back does that sound like a plan yeah yeah
2: yeah (laughs) i have i have uh i have a story that uh Donna, I know that you saw it too. We've heard about porch pirates, right? They see an Amazon box on your porch and then they're like, I'm going to take that box. Well, these porch pirates went way too far. I don't know how they did, what they did. So we'll tell you about that and some other stuff in If You See Something, Say Something next
0: on my talk. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1 Everything
1: Entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? (laughs) time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight well you got to be
2: careful when you get a delivery it's an amazon box it could be sitting on your porch all day and we've heard of porch pirates sometimes they'll come and they'll just take your box they don't even know what's in it they just like the gamble there's a guy on uh YouTube who pranked people and he 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 knew about porch pirates in his neighborhood and so he uh his name is Mark Rober, former NASA engineer and turned YouTuber, wickedly smart guy, Whoa. wickedly talented Adele Dazim. And he put these boxes on his uh porch, but they were triggered to go off with like some kind of a major confetti explosion. So these guys, and there was a camera somehow that he had rigged up to it. So the guys would then open the box and then boom, glitter everywhere. Sure. It was yep. a fun way of getting to get back at that. Well, the Porch Pirates are now winning again. There was a woman named India Gardner in Detroit, Michigan. She got home from work on Saturday, found that the Porch Pirates had hit her house, which is always a bummer. They did not, however, steal an Amazon box or a UPS box off of her porch. They stole her entire porch. What? What do you mean? The the green wooden stairs, gone. The railings, gone. The small porch that had been in front of her house, completely missing.
0: For what purpose?
2: She says she's filing a police report (laughs) with the police to try to find her porch. Uh, Donna, maybe we could link it
0: up. I'll link it up.
2: We'll link it up. Go to the Donna and Steve uh, show page on uh, mytuck1071 dot com, and you see the the picture <laughs> of it before and then after. I just don't understand what what an elaborate prank.
3: It's got to be just a prank, right? That seems like something. That someone would do to Donna, <laughs> right? Yes, Steve would do to Donna. Oh
0: God!
2: Right? <laughs> Couldn't you see her coming in? That's a good point, Don. You'll never guess what they stole from me yesterday. <laughs> Just for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> My hey, porch.
0: Like, My porch has been stolen.
2: I know. Oh. I know. We're gonna put it back on this afternoon. Wasn't that funny?
0: I'd be so mad.
2: Anyway, so yeah, All right. um, All right. secure your porch, I guess. Gosh,
0: I want to tell you. Did you see the story about Elon Musk? And how they, uh, they put a monk, they wired a monkey's brain. (sighs) I guess he's got this company that he founded called Neuralink. And they put a computer chip into a monkey's skull and used Mm. tiny wires to connect it to its Mm. brain. Mm. And he said, it's not an unhappy monkey. He's got a mohawk now. But they're... They're doing this to, you know, help our future. Do we have a clip? Yes. Oh, goody. Here we go. Here he is.
1: In simplistic terms, it's sort of like a Fitbit in your skull. Because we already got a monkey mm-hmm. with a wireless implant in their skull who can play video games using his mind. So <laughs> it does not, not look like an unhappy monkey. And you can't even see where the neural implant was put in. Except that he's got like a slight dark mohawk. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so they're doing this to... Uh, it has to do with the cortex being that part of the brain that plays a role in memory and attention and perceptual awareness and language, blah, blah, blah. And long term, he thinks that his company could allow humans to send concepts to one another using uh, telepathy.
3: Oh, this monkey is going to rise up and take over the other. Ah, uh, That's what I'm thinking. He's like, You know what I can do? Look at this. I know. He's going to be like, Ah! <laughs> it's like
0: Canada's <Planet> <laughs> <all over laughs> <again. laughs> Cornelius is going to take over the yes. world. Oh, oh my. Get yeah. the dirty paws off me, you filthy monkey. Um, so I saw that. I thought it was interesting. Thank you for finding that, Dawn. Sure. Um, and then on my way to work today, Guys. Driving in, yeah. I was jamming out to a song that I completely forgot about. It's a blast from the past. one of the
2: best feelings when this happens, Uh, when you rediscover a song and it washes over you anew.
0: I'm singing on the at the top of my lungs, driving into work. See if you can identify the artist of this song. It's from the nineties, I think.
1: Really, wait a second.
0: Nothing? I love it. No, Don. would you have known it? Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, I worked for a rock station. That's oh. probably
3: why I wouldn't know it. And
0: I worked for a pop station in town that really overplayed this yeah, song it was a quite, quite a bit. a
3: crossover, for sure.
0: Yes! Kind of like that extreme song, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. More than oh, words.
2: More, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I love... Yeah. So are you going to tell
0: people who it is? It's Firehouse. Firehouse.
3: Love of Firehouse. a Lifetime. Oh, uh, what a I don't good think life. I've
2: ever heard that.
3: Steve, what were you listening whole,
2: to? I, a, a lot, just not that. I don't know. You know, in the way that That'll you were like, "Wow, I, I did collect <laughs> uh, hip hop trading cards for a brief time."
0: Oh, okay.
2: But I listened to rock too. Um, I don't. I have literally, to to best of my knowledge, never heard that song okay. ever in my life. You
0: were probably very young because it came out in 1990.
2: I was seven, but I still knew. Music, and even if something came out in the you know 1990, I would I would know. I don't music know if you at
3: seven years old you'd be rocking out to that though. Yeah,
2: so. <laughs> maybe you're, maybe you're...
0: Bro- are, where do you fall in line? Of
2: the, the surprise, I'm the baby of the family.
0: Okay, you're the baby, so I would yeah. like I was influenced a lot by my brother and sister who listened to you know a lot of they were both completely different. One was like Michael Jackson, Elton John, the other one was like B 52s, and talking heads.
2: Oh. It's oh, a man. nice yin yang there. Hey, uh, Dawn. You.
0: Bye, Dawn. You're off. Hey,
2: get out of here. Thank so
0: much. Thank you. We you love too. It.
2: We love you, Dawn.
0: Hey, say it back now, Dawn. Love you too. Okay. Thanks, Dawn. I really felt <laughs> sincere and heartfelt. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have some music news. Why Dolly Parton says if she's offered the Medal of Freedom again, why she might turn it down. We'll get into that.